You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's an interesting time. And uh, it's hard for me to stay focused and positive. But my next guest is an incredibly positive person, far more positive than I could ever be. We almost got the chance to work together on Broadway, but we did get to work together when he directed me on Fear of the Walking Dead. He is an actor, a writer, a producer, a director, a father, and Mr. Super Optimism himself. Please welcome Lou Diamond Phillips. My next guest is an actor, a director. He's done Broadway and television and film. He directed me in the most exciting thing I've ever done on television, which was playing Martha on Fear of the Walking Dead. So join me in welcoming Diamond Phillips. It is so wonderful to see you again. Uh, and out of those muddy dreads, oh my right. God. <laughs> so I see that you are here in the city somewhere, right? Uh, I am in New York, yes. I mean, uh, I was filming uh, the show that I'm on, Prodigal Son, uh, when the whole COVID thing came down. We suspended production, um, kind of got, you know, like everybody, you know, the rug pulled out from under us. Uh, and so we sheltered in place here in New York City, and, I, and I've been here ever since. Uh, Do you regret that? that? What's, what's that? Do you regret that? No, of course. Are you kidding me? Uh, you know, my wife, Yvonne, jumped at the opportunity to, to come here and work in, uh, in New York. My daughter, Indigo, who's 12 now, loves the city. Uh, you know, I hadn't lived here since I did The King and I on Broadway back in 96, 97. So it, uh, it, it's a wonderful thing to be back here in you know New York City, and but if you get a pandemic, voice, you know this is it, man. This this works. But during a pandemic, wouldn't you like to be in your nice house? Well, I mean, there is that. You know, uh, I, I have a yard, you know, in California, and uh, you know, fortunately, my mom is is uh, at the house now. But you know, uh, there's there's a lot to be said for the convenience, uh, you know, of New York, and and the way that this community is pulling together, you know. Uh, uh, deliveries here are fantastic, whether it's food or groceries or whatever. And, uh, uh, you know, in California as well, you know, they have a governor who really cares about beating this pandemic and, and taking the proper steps necessary to, uh, to you know, ensure the safety of, of the citizens. You don't know this, but we almost worked together. I was actually offered that King and I in 96 with you and Donna. 
Oh my gosh, how wonderful would that have been? Well, you know, it was it was destiny that we got to work together eventually. And uh, to be honest, I, I can't wait to work with you again. And maybe I'll I'll actually you know get to deliver uh, more dialogue other than just acting. <laughs> so Lou, I mean, you're here. You're not just here during a pandemic. You're here during uprisings 2020. Um, we have uh, someone in the office. I don't ever say that name. I don't contribute to that brand. Um, I'm with you. Who is uh, in, inciting violence. And today he quoted, retweeted uh, something from QAnon. And I don't know if you're familiar with QAnon. Are you familiar with QAnon? Oh, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with them other than the headlines. Uh, I'm aware of them. I know who they are uh, or who they purport to be. Uh, yeah, that that uh, that's amazing. That's amazing that we, in this day and age, the, the level of misinformation and the level of willful propaganda is, uh, uh, I mean, it's just stunning. It's stunning. You know, how, how, how do you keep everything straight in your mind? And, and how is, how are we allowing that to still happen? It just, it just blows my mind. But it's not, it's not like this hasn't happened before in the world. And, you know, he is running the Hitler playbook. He is inciting, you know, small groups that really believe that the, the storm is coming and these messages are the calling for the boogaloo, which is the race war, the, the second civil war that Dylan Roof said he was trying to incite when he shot up the church in Charleston. And I don't know. I think it's here. Uh, I think we need to be aware of that. I think what you're saying is, is, uh, is very true. I mean, uh, a dear friend of mine is Chris Bojalian. And uh, I'm working with him on, on, a, on a project. And uh, he wrote a, a novel called Skeletons at the Feast, uh, uh, which you know chronicles uh, what was going on in Germany from 39 to 45. And, really? Yeah. And, and, and so this has been top of mind for me for a while now. And uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing that, that here we are and that we, we are not looking at the warning signs. You know, we're not. Uh, uh, I mean, there are there are lots of people. I don't. I don't mean to 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 say that you know a a blessed few uh, are are aware of what's going on. Many millions are aware of what's going on. What we are seeing, I think, is the inability of our institutions to effectively combat it because we never expected this. The founding fathers, the the language was not always clear. There are loopholes. And, you know, it's it's amazing that, you know, we actually don't have a law that says, OK, this guy can't lie. You're not allowed to lie. You know what I mean? He said, well, it's my opinion. And uh, I'm saying this and I've heard many things and many people have told me. And so I can repeat it. And it's like, you, really, we have to write down in black and white that, you know, you can't take a bribe or you can't take make money off of this or you can't misrepresent that. Or, you, you know what I'm saying? It's that that executive action or anything has carte blanche. And that's that's what we're seeing being eroded because we always expected our leaders, the people in power to have, you know, integrity and a moral compass. And, and, and that is sorely being tested now, sorely being tested. As a black woman and a child of a Chicago police officer, I didn't have that expectation. I was clear he was going to get elected. I believe he's going to be elected again. Um, so, do that? God, I hope you're wrong. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's wow. done. It's done deal. I hope you're wrong, but I hope, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> I'm hoping it's done deal. 
You better be getting your passport and figuring out what country you're moving to. Mm-hmm. Now, I know where, what your, um, you know, family ethnic background is, but you play Native Americans, yeah. you play um, Latinos. Um, you want to tell everybody what your actual family background is? I've got a drop of just about everything. I mean, including Viking, which is so bizarre. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, 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 I was actually born in Lou Diamond Upchurch. Uh, so there's a huge Anglican side to my family. Uh uh, I spent a lot of time in Georgia, where a lot of the Upchurch up clan uh, lives. So I, I know this side very well, and I spent a lot of time in Texas. Uh, my mother, yeah, yeah. So my mother is, is mostly Filipina, but you know, there's there's some Polynesian in there, there's some Hawaiian, there's some Jap- uh, some Chinese. So there, you know, I, I I'm, I'm a big melting pot. You know, I I am a I am an, an ambassador of many communities. So does uh, that mean you get the discrimination of all those communities, like? On any given day, are you being discriminated because it's like you could be all these things? I, you know what, Tanya, I've gotten it from all sides. I've gotten it from all sides, and it's sort of amazing. Uh, it's it's stunning to me. Uh, I would never, ever deign to say that I've had it as rough as African Americans have had it in this country. But to say that I've never experienced uh, racism is is uh, an untruth as well. I've experienced it. I've experienced it, you know, firsthand. I've experienced the profiling. You know, uh, uh, or the very sort of subtle uh, uh, ceiling, you know, that glass ceiling that so many people, so many ethnic communities and women face all the time where you are not getting as many opportunities or you are only allowed to rise so far. Uh, and, and, and that's once again, here we go. We're, we're talking about uh, uh, an administration that that says, well, no, there is no systemic racism. It doesn't exist, you know. And by denying that it exists means that you aren't complicit in it and you don't have to solve it. You can just be a denier and say, no, that doesn't happen. Where there are many of us who know firsthand it does happen, you know, and, and, and no matter what the institution might be, whether it is our leadership, whether it's the police force, you know, whether it's the boardrooms of Hollywood, you know, all it takes is a few like-minded people who are, who are narrow-minded or not forward-thinking to put blockades and obstacles in the path of, of real equality, a real level playing field, real, you know, inclusion and, and diversity and representation. So of all the things you do, Lou, and you do many, many things very, very well, are you someone who likes the variety or is there one that you're like, this is my groove, this is my jam? Wow, you know, I'm, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's the uh, it's it's the thing about you know like the the amount of uh, communities I've represented in my time. You know, proud to represent them all and to wave the flag. You know, whether it's for the Latino community or the Native American community or the you know, Asian community, with very very few people credit me as being. You know, but I mean, the King and I was one of the most wonderful opportunities ever to have. You know, a, 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 an Asian cast. You know, and and uh, uh, for the first time on Broadway. And to represent in that way, but um, when I look at uh, us as artists, and, and you and I have had this conversation, uh, uh, have you directed yet? Have you directed your television yet? No. Nope. You need to. Do you know what happened? You and I, I had this asked, conversation, asked, and it, and it I, went and shadowed, I shadowed with Zemas. I asked them again. I went out there, and um, it, it just—I've been shadowing for three years, and it just was really clear to me that they were not going to give me the opportunity. So I literally last. August, I wrote a feature film nice. and I, I had it in the can in November. Ruben Blades is in it, Kathy Irby, yeah, Kathy 
Hamilton, Luba Mason, Nadeshala Osakalumi, Jacob Flaherty, Colby Menifee, Kathy Curtin. And the movie is prescient. It, um, you know, I always think of my art as like, I'm just a vessel. I'm just receiving something. And this story called Red Pill came through me about this cultish group that has, but they're women who have these designs on world domination. And that's what my movie is about. And as each day passes, it uh, becomes more relevant. I mean, it, it can oh, yeah. be the movie of the year because it is about the world we're living so in. People are starting to their eyes. Is it what? It's a and you directed it and wrote it? I wrote it, directed it, acted in it, costume designed it, clapper. No, you gotta make your own work sometimes. And, and, you, and you have to. That's and that's what I'm saying. I mean, it takes that full of, you know, perseverance and tenacity and and uh, you know, do it yourselfishness, <laughs> so to speak, you know, that 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 is gonna get the job done. Uh, and and so uh, because and then to get back to the original question. Obviously, acting, you know, was my first love. Uh, prior to that, you know, I, I, I was a writer. And, you know, in, in when I was, in, you know, a freshman or sophomore know. in high school, that's what I thought I was going to do. Yeah, I, I wrote a play that we did at Seven Angels Theater in uh, Connecticut. I've written a number of screenplays. I have a novel coming out in September. What's yeah. that about? Uh, um, I'll get to that in just a second. But okay. I, I, I look at it as, as being a storyteller. And it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a tree with many branches. You know, and and you know, the the trunk of the tree is is you know the, the communication, the being a communicator, and you know it, it, today I I'm a, a writer, tomorrow I'm a director, uh, other times I'm an actor, and that's you know it, it it's it takes a different discipline, and even the branch of acting has you know television and film and theater and you know spoken word and you know audio books and you know animation, all of that you know goes into you know, who we are as artists and, and who we are as storytellers. And so um, it's, uh, it's, it's just another way to express yourself and you have to learn the, uh, uh, the technical aspects of each. You know, you're a theater actress, but you're also a film actor and, and a television actor. And it's like, okay, I got to talk a little louder here or I got to play to the audience or I got to play to the camera. And these are just very, very specific technical, you know, details that you have to to get used to and you have to master to uh, uh, to do well in any given uh, you know, arena or any different platform, you know. And so this is the the first novel that I will ever have published uh, after having written screenplays, after having written stage plays. And I have to say, it's one of those art beget art situations because it was 100% inspired by my wife, huh. who is an amazing, amazing. Uh, uh, graphic artist and illustrator. Uh, she's doing a lot of art right now uh, uh, that you can see on her Instagram page. Uh, What's her thing? I want to follow her. Who is she? Uh, Yvonne Phillips. I think her Instagram is, is YM Phillips. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not in, on Instagram, so I'm going to have to ask her. But okay. there's a lot of her art on, on, on uh, her page right now. And she had done, when we first met, going back to 15 years ago, um, she had done these amazing illustrations uh, inspired by Hans Christian Andersen's uh, um, short story fable called The Tinderbox. And they were so evocative to me. Uh, and she had done them originally in anime. Uh, and I thought, wow, this is this sort of post-apocalyptic, you know, warrior's tale, Mad Max kind of thing that she had done. Uh, and it got me to thinking. 
And I extrapolated from her drawings and going back to the original Hans Christian Andersen piece, this sci-fi fantasy tale. And this became the novel. Uh, and, and interestingly enough, you know, it, it is. It's, it's, it's uh, uh, about uh, these two planets that used to be one that split apart in a cataclysmic event. All the brown people went to one planet. All the white people went to another. And it is a Romeo and Juliet sort of Game of Thrones Star Wars, you know, influenced piece that that is a modern or a futuristic fairy tale, you know, that takes place in another galaxy. Uh, and and the the influences are, you know, as disparate as the original piece. But, you know, there's some Shakespeare in there. There's, you know, some Lewis Carroll, uh, uh, this sort of whimsical kind of tale. You know, even things like The Alchemist, you know, come to mind. Mm. It's, uh, it, it's your a journey. Oh, February. I'm an Aquarian. Aquarius, air sign, water sign, water sign, water, uh, air. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's the water bearer, but he's an air sign. Got water bearer, air sign. Yeah. Yeah, I think air signs are very, very, a lot of creative energy, a lot of creative energy that can go in any place in multiple places. I'm a Gemini, like our president. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's the book called? Uh, it's called The Tinderbox, just like the original Hans Christian Anderson. Right. Box. Sort of sci-fi uh, subtitle okay. box, uh, Soldier of Indira. It is actually now available for pre-order through Amazon or through Athon Books, A-E-T-H-O-N. Uh, and when we first came out on Amazon, we, we rose to the number one spot wow. uh, yeah, in the sci-fi YA uh, category. So so there's already quite a bit of interest uh, in it out there. And uh, Really, uh, really looking forward to people reading it because it's a it's a lovely piece. I mean, it's 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 a, it's a modern day fairy tale, you know. Is it a series? Is there a next another sequel? Well, yeah, it wasn't planned that way, but you never know, you know. You know, you always leave the door open to you know that kind of thing happening. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually also writing a novel, a novella, I guess I would say, a novella. Wonderful. It started with you know, uh, Scholastus asked me to write a book for the eight to nine year old range. And um, this book just poured out of me. And I sent some pages to uh, my editor at Scholastic and she didn't think that it was going to work. <laughs> but the, the book has a lot of poop in it. And I thought, ah. nine-year-olds well, love poop. Love and it's a book about, it's about rage. And I thought, you know, young kids don't know how to deal with their rage. It's called The Angry Fat Black Woman Who Devours the World. And uh, hopefully, my interest right away. <laughs> yeah, so it's very funny, very, very funny book, just very, very funny. So, I have my dark film and my funny book. <laughs> we need both. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. That's interesting. I've seen it a couple of times, you know, been said. I mean, especially with this pandemic and people, you know, being inside. And, and uh, thank goodness. Thank goodness that there, there are great books out there to read. Thank goodness that I think we're in a, you know, a second wave of, of uh a golden age of television, maybe the platinum age, you know, where there are such amazing things to watch and to binge and, to, you know, that, that, that are thought provoking as well as entertaining. So, uh, what are you yeah. watching? uh, I mean, a huge, uh, uh, you know, the range of things, uh, watching, uh, uh, I mean, everything, I mean, binged Ozark. That was fantastic. My, and yeah. my guys like better call Saul and killing Eve and whatnot. Um, uh, I've discovered a couple of English things that's sort of lovely. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, my wife and I have been watching a series, and, and there's like eight seasons of it, and it's ongoing called uh, Call the Midwife, which is just wonderful. It's hmm. all these midwives, you know, just d- right after post-World War II, and it's it's lovely, and it's life-affirming, and it's it's sweet, uh, and yet it deals with a lot of uh, the issues of the day, which are incredibly relevant today. Uh, you know, yeah, lovely. Uh, um, you know, we were big fans of Down Maggie, so we uh, binged uh, Belgravia, you know, which which was also fantastic. You know, not 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 quite as uh, uh, amazing as as uh, Downton Abbey, but you know, still quite good. You know, uh, and and you know, and, and the old standbys, you know, Walking Dead, and, and all the crazy stuff like that. You know, have you done any of the South Korean? I have not. I mean, I loved, obviously, loved uh, Parasite. Uh, you know, and and was re- really really happy about. Uh, 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 the attention that that got, and I know that uh, was oh gosh, there's another uh, one. Uh, uh, burning, burning is another one by I think it's by Simon Ling. I'm obsessed with Korean South Korean storytelling, right. so I watch a lot of like Parasite was you know I've watched all of Bang Jung Ho's things. Um, yeah, there's another uh, show that's, that's out right now that that uh, uh, Parasite. I, no, no, the, uh, um, oh, burning, burning one the um, is there I think. Okay, I need to do a little homework and catch up on that sort of stuff. With the guy from um, the guy who played Glenn on Walking Dead is, is yes, yeah, yeah, burning. It's like a slow burn, but it's okay. really beautiful, very slow. Um, I also just discovered a Polish filmmaker who's about eighty some years old right now. Um, his name is Jerzy Skolmowski. Right, extraordinary storyteller. You already knew him. Uh, no, I, I know the name. I'm, uh, I'm not familiar with his work. Oh, uh, the, what's on Hulu right now is called 11 Minutes. And I was so blown away by that, that me and my son went and watched everything available online from his. And then I sent to Poland to get his first four original films on DVD because what I love about him, I'm, a, I'm not a fan of Aristotelian story structure. I think it is the story structure of, of, of the oppressor and of domination. This idea that we are heroes and that we make choices and then how we make choices affects our life. That is not 99.9% of people's lives. Most people are surviving what life gives them. And if you make it to an old age, that's the heroic thing, you know, rather than being killed along the way by a disease or an accident. And that's what's going on. Because that came up, that came up in, in dealing with uh, uh, my editor in the novel. Because 
it, it does. It's, it's a journey. I mean, it's like, you know, uh, 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 Odysseus wasn't plot driven. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the alchemist is not plot driven. Exactly. Uh, and, so, and so there are some uh, um, uh, global influences, I think, at work in some, in some of my work. And I, and I think that was important that this did not feel – I mean, yes, certainly there are thriller aspects with their action aspects to it. It is set against a war. But, you know, uh, uh, it is. It's, it's the sort of life happens to you and what is the universe – have in store and that that's something that and uh, to get back to another point you know tanya this is why you need to direct this is why i encourage people like you to direct because we need your voice we need your perspective and we you know one thing i'm very proud of with, with prodigal son is that i don't know if we got to 50 percent parody but we got really close with female directors in our first season Fantastic. and that you know that didn't happen on on a lot of shows but i mean I think we had a good forty percent of our directors were female this year, uh, and and, well, uh, you know, and I also went. Absolutely, I'll put in a word. One of our head writers, Wendy Calhoun, uh, who's African American, she and I had this exact conversation that you and I are having now too about the different perspective, and that voice has to be in the room. The voice has to be in the room, and it has to be recognized. Yeah, one of the things Skolomowski does, he makes every ordinary people's lives almost feel like horror movies. Wow. Like, yeah. There's a movie he has with Jeremy Irons in it called Moonlighting. And it's about a group of Polish workers who leave Poland to come to England to renovate a house to get paid for the month of work, what would be the equivalent of a year of Polish money. So they're not getting paid in pounds. Yeah. They're getting paid a year of what they would make in Poland for this month of work. And while they are there, Poland goes into martial law. And J Jeremy, as the, and, but he was, he was actually making this film simultaneous with what was going on. Yeah. And the movie is just about him trying to figure out how to keep this a secret from the people and how he's going to keep feeding them and keep all the supplies and keep this going. Yeah. That's it. Just these men renovating a house. And it is so tense. <laughs> that's, amazing. Mm -hmm. that's amazing. Yeah. And that's just it. I think, you know, we need to, you know, to, to expand our horizons and, and, uh, and myself included, you know, uh, look at these, these other storytellers and these other filmmakers. I mean, I know that's a, that's a big push in the Academy, uh, you know, these days as well is to, is to really, you know, uh, acknowledge the fact that cinema is a, is a world language. Mm. And that all stories, you know, uh, are, are stories of the human race. And, Have you uh, seen the platform? What's that? The platform. Well, the platform. Oh, uh, 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 in the Academy or uh, just in general? No, no, no. There's a movie on Netflix from Spain called The Platform. Which oh. is <laughs> I'm going, the, the platform? I was going to, uh, wow, I didn't know that. Oh, okay, cool. No, Have I, you seen it? No, I have not. Special. It's an allegory of capitalism about this man who chooses to go into this thing that's like a, I don't know what it is really. It's a prison or a, but you can choose to go there. And it's just a column of floors where people are on the floors and you don't know how many floors there are, but this tray of food goes through every day and you can only eat when it's there. And, you know, the lower down you are in the thing, the less food you get. And it's really brilliant. Wow. That's amazing. That's, that's ridiculously metaphorical. That's, that's, that's very cool. 
I highly recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to, yeah. There's another one I'll look up. Mm. A lot of good Spanish stuff. So let me ask you this. What is a bad thing that happened to you that set you up for something good? Wow. Well, I said, wow, that's interesting. That's interesting because I, um, I, I never fixate on, oh my gosh, that was terrible. Oh, you know, it's, you, you, you really, um, you know, okay, you know what, you know, you know, came, it came to mind is this automatically. Um, my, my wife's uh, mom passed from cancer. Uh, there was a treatment that was not available to her in, in Canada, but it was available here. And has to so she came and she lived with us, you know, for a couple of years. And, and so that was massively good. That was massively good. And then beyond that, when she passed, we went to Germany, you know, to, to take part of her ashes back there to be uh, in double interred with where her mom was buried. And, and that became an education in life for my 12 year old, you know, for her, you know, uh, and, 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 uh, uh, deepened the bond that, uh, my wife has with, uh, our, our Vedita, you know, who was, you know, her mom's brother. So, so, you know, you sort of have to look at this in the big picture of things, you know, would, would, would we have made that trip? Would we have had the time to live with her for as you know, long as it happened? Because we uh-huh. take much for granted in life, and life just, life takes you. Life goes on. You know what I'm saying? There are friends that I love dearly that I haven't seen for a long time. I haven't seen, you know, since, especially since, this started, since I started filming last summer, I haven't seen my older girls, you know, here in Los Angeles. So life happens, and, and, and it gets away from you. Uh, and and you have to uh, to look at these opportunities, no matter how they arrive at your doorstep. You have to look at them as an opportunity to make something good out of them. And and uh, uh, that's so that's that's a brilliant question. As painful as as the reality of what might have happened can, can be. What are you telling your daughter right now about the world? I mean, what's she asking? What's she asking? Oh my gosh! Asking? Uh, I mean, well, first of all, you know the pandemic, and then we don't pull punches. You know, with Indigo, even though she's 12 years old, uh, uh, you know, I mean, we are we are constant CNN watchers. I mean, no matter what we're doing in the house, it's on a television somewhere, so we're keeping up with current events. And and you know, or NBC, MSNBC, or whatnot, uh, obviously reading as well. But but uh, so yeah, she was obviously asking about the pandemic. She's asking about you know, oh my gosh, am I going to get it? Can you know, can can kids get it? Uh, you know. Why, why do we have to stay inside? And all of these things, you know, I mean, she loves, you know, Universal Studios. She loves Disneyland. It's like trying to explain to her that's not going to happen for quite a while. I don't care if they open it up tomorrow. That ain't happening quite a while for this family, you know. And now, you know, she's asking questions about racism. She's asking questions about, you know, what's happening in the world and, and uh, you know, the rioting and things and, and uh, trying to be as honest as possible couching it in terms that she can grasp and that that uh, uh, allow her mind to understand them without without being too um, disturbing about it you know too what do you, what do you say what do you say to a 12 year old well that 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 this that, that the murder that started it all is wrong is absolutely wrong and that that you know that people we trust sometimes are not worthy of our trust. And that they're not worthy, you know, uh, but that that they have to be held accountable, that there has to be responsibility and accountability and that, you know, 
no matter who you are, your crimes, you know, must be addressed. And what happened to this man is terrible. Uh, and, and obviously it, it has huge ramifications in the world. I mean, we have cities on fire right now, you know, and, and uh, explaining that there are a lot of people that are angry. Uh, you know, from, from my point of view, it, there, there are a lot of opportunists obviously out there taking advantage of the situation and, and uh, sadly enough, I think tarnishing, you know, the, the memory and, and what is right about that. And that is, the, you know, the Black Lives Matter, that systemic racism needs to be fought, that we need to be aware of all of these things. It isn't an excuse to, to break windows and grab a new pair of Nikes, in my, in my opinion. Have you heard of the concept of anti-racism? I'm afraid I have not. So I, I, I mean, I, I had just heard of it, and I think the writer of the book about it, How to Be Anti-Racist, is Ibrahim Kahindi X. And um, what he says is that I'm not a racist is not the same as being anti-racist. I'm not, yeah. not the opposite of racist. Yeah. And that to be anti-racist, because he says what's happened is the word racist has become a slur. And so it, we get, it gets us away from the actual definition of the word, which describes something very specific. Yeah. Because we've turned it into a slur. And what racist or racism as a word means that the outcomes for people are not equivalent based on their skin color. And so to be anti-racist is to work towards not having outcomes that are flip, you know, unbalanced based on race, that you should not have 70% of people in prison for a population that is 11%, that, that, that's, that to work for that not to be, because that's anti-racist and that people need to be working to not have racist outcomes, that it's not just a slur, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, dealing with the semantics of it because because words matter. Words matter. They really, really do. You know, uh, and you can't claim ignorance. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know where that came from. No, it just sounded good to me. It's like no, no, that's not an excuse. You know, uh, uh, and, and so yes, it is, and it, it is it requires the act of participation. I mean, you know, the uh, your silence is the violence. You know, I mean that's. That we're, we're hearing that a lot these days, and it's like you you have to you have to stand up against it. You, I think that the point is, you know, I, the problem I'm having right now with everybody going Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. It's like if you didn't say it five years ago at Mike Brown when it first came out. I don't want to hear it today. It's too late. Okay, um, it, it's not. We need to hear you say Black Lives Matter. We need to hear you say something when you see someone being harmed. When you see a discrimination happening. That's the time when we want to hear your voice. We don't want to hear your voice talking. We want to hear your voice stopping something from happening. We want to see your body stopping something, not just your platitudes. It's, you know, everybody's sending out an email today and I'm like, I'm not having it. I'm not yeah, having you know, it. Signs and whatnot. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, uh, it, it's, the, there's this instantaneous, you know, instant cure, magic bullet, you know, uh, philosophy uh, that, that's happened, you know, in, in uh, uh, our country, I think. You know, I used, I used to call it, you know, the American Idol Syndrome, where, you know, old people want to become famous overnight. You know, it's, it's they think that solutions are going to happen overnight, you know. And, 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 and like you said about this anti-racism thing, it's like, 
it's so many people are so angry. It's like, well, fix it, fix it, fix it. It's like it's not going to be fixed overnight. No. And and for me, it is a life that is lived every day. You know, putting out the message, leading by example. Here and like you said, you see something, you do something. You you exemplify you know kindness and compassion and and an open mind and equality every day of your life in everything that you do. And it's and and it's not just about whether you attended this march or you held that sign. It's about how you live your life. Agreed. Agreed. So as we wrap up, I want to ask you, what's needed now? Wow. Uh, I, I think a lot of compassion. I think a lot of understanding. Uh, and, and, you know, it's something that you said too, Tanya. It's like so many people want to say something about it. It's like your opinion is, is not what's needed here. You know, uh, your action, your, 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 your heart, your compassion, you know, uh, uh, your willingness to stand. I mean, it's like every single charity event that I go to, you know, Tanya, sometimes it's, it's like, okay, we're going to, we're going to fight, you know, homelessness. We're going to fight hunger. We're going to fight, you know, uh, uh, autism, a cure for cancer, all of these things. And it's like, you do understand that this is an ongoing battle, that when you sign up to be a soldier for this, you need to show up more than once, you know, and, and I think it's that commitment to being a citizen, that the commitment to being a part of society and doing your part that is necessary now and, and, and to embrace that mindset and, and, and not, you know, and not just the, uh, the flag waving of the moment. Mm. Uh, uh, in, in the 24 hour news cycle and, and this constant barrage of information that's coming at us from the internet and people so ready to move on to the next big thing every day, there has to be a certain amount of consistency in, in your in your mindset, in your actions, and in what you do. And it's it's uh, literally like coming up with a daily mantra. It's like today I'm going to do something kind. Today I'm going to do something to help you know a friend or a neighbor or a family member. Today I'm going to teach my child something new. You know, and and it is this mindfulness uh, that I'm hoping will make a difference. Uh, and, 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 and it extends to a lot of a lot of areas. It extends to your workplace. It extends to your neighborhood. It extends to getting out and voting in November. And and if enough like minded people. Not just November. you got to do those those votes in between those people yeah. who run the city council. All of those positions are really critical in your life. That one election a year is not enough. And, and, if, and if, you know, and if enough like minded people get together to make change, then change will happen. You know, uh, uh, it, 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 it doesn't happen with the magic bullet. It just doesn't. Hmm. It's so lovely to see you and speak with you again, Lou. Yeah, you as well. You as well. You keep fighting the good fight. You just, oh my gosh, please keep keep just pouring that creativity in the world. And I, and I hope that our paths get to cross on, uh, in, in a creative stage again at some point. Yeah, I'm going to hit you up when we're back in shooting again and say, hey, Lou, put in a word for me to come direct Prodigal yeah, Son. Don't, 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 don't you know it. You know it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, you know, stay safe. And I hope you get home soon so your little girl can enjoy her yard again. Exactly. Right. <laughs> the dog's missing it for sure. <laughs> All right, much love. Much love. I'm Tanya Pinkins. And you're listening to You Can't Say That on the Broadway Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to You Can't Say That, the show where you can. 
I'm Tanya Pinkins. This is part of the Broadway Podcast Network, produced by Dory Berenstein and Alan Seals, edited by Derek Gunther, music by Anthony Norman, available wherever you get your podcast. And visit me on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and let me know what you'd like to hear me talk about. For more information, visit bpn.fm forward slash YCST. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.